do it. There is no okay. Let's try that again. No. There is no script. We want it to be natural and free. Like your beard. Hey, yeah. come on now. Mm. Okay. Uh, but seriously, um, That's all you do, Aaron. <laughs> you said it. So, uh, Listen, I know who I am and how I am. I accept who I am. Can you accept me for who I am? <laughs> that's asking a lot. <laughs> Believe me, I, mean, I am aware of that, too. <laughs> I mean, a person has its limits. I have my boundaries. Boundaries are good. We've talked about boundaries, self-care, uh, all the things. But you know, you know, I I, I accept who I am. No, well, it's fine. I it's recognize fine. it. You can't fine. change what you don't acknowledge. Fine, fine. <laughs> I'm not just gonna hear sit here and kvetch all afternoon about it. Like, about your your computer dinging. Because yeah, why do those notifications I'm on? It. I know, but I, I just really just don't want get to use it. the word kvetch though. It's a yeah. good word. It's a great word. And 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 I, and I, I, and? Wa- I wanted to pl- <laughs> I wanted to give a plug. I, um, I, I'd love to maybe start, maybe this becomes part of our, our, our podcast, a segment in each episode, but, um, I was listening to, to the, the band room podcast, yeah, uh, with Kate so and Dylan mm-hmm. and, um, they were just having one of their sitting, like hanging with, with Dylan and Kate. Right? right. And they did a segment called like, what's on your music stand right now. And it was so great mm-hmm. because, um, they recommended a band piece and then Kate was talking about an album that she's listening to by a great singer songwriter. And, um, I was like, Hey. You know, we're all music people here. Um, maybe each week we could say something that um, is on our music stand that we're really excited about. And um, there's this great um, piece of band music that's totally new to me. It's called Kvetchers by Laura Estes. And it comes from uh, the Yiddish term that we're familiar mm-hmm. with, kvetch, mm-hmm. you know, to sort of like complain or argue uh, or gossip. And um, it's just the cutest piece. It's a pretty easy uh, sort of March style piece, grade two and a half. And um, it was recommended to me by Kevin Robinson mm-hmm. at um, Simley High School. And I love it. The students that are currently working on it love it. So I'm just going to give a shout out to uh, Laura Estes. I don't know her personally. Uh, it's the first piece I've ever come across by her. The piece is called Kvetchers, K-V-E-T-C-H-E-R-S. That's what's on my music stand this week, and I love it. It is it is so good. I'm I'm loving the process of the kids putting it together. Like that's my favorite thing about teaching band is like when it starts from nothing and that they start to just like they get so coachable and they just dig into it and it's really coming along. So yeah. that's super fun. Yeah. I can't wait. And I'll talk a different time probably because you know mm-hmm. we've got some big things happening with this episode. But what's on my stand right now and the new armed forces? I was just gonna say. Medley. I hope. I mean, can can we say it or not? I but think, like you're, I think you're, we can. You're, you're Working on, like yes. you're working up the new Space Force yes. uh, song. Yeah. The the we, march of the, the Space Force. Yeah. Because they are now an official branch of the military. And it officially and, has its own. Like for a little while, the interim was Invincible Eagle yep. um, by Sousa. And um, it just came out. I, I, I got this notification on LinkedIn. And folks, we do this amazing program here in Farmington. It, it started like either the year I first started teaching or maybe the year before. I can't remember. But... I've been around forever with this, and we do a Patriotic Day program, and we call it's a, it's it it's a Veterans, Veterans Day. Day right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a Veterans Day program. Um, it's just called Patriotic Day in Farmington because it's, it doesn't always fall on Veterans Day because yeah. the veterans are really busy on mm-hmm. Veterans Day. Right. So we we do this, and we I've always played all the the medley, and the cool thing is is that um, the the founder of this 
uh, program. He retired from doing the the program. Dr. Stephen Geis, he retired from Patriotic Day. And my husband, John Holmes, has taken over the chair for this committee. The speaker this year is from the Space Force. Yeah, that's yeah. super cool. And so... We were all like, like on the committee, like we gotta see if we can get this. So, you know, I'd reached out. You helped me find mm-hmm. um, Jeremy Martin, who yep. who's in the Air Force, and wrote wrote um, the arrangement of it with the Invincible Eagle in the medley. Well, when this one came out, literally what two days ago, yep. um, I contacted him. I'm like, hey, any possible chance you might be able to write this up for me? And he was like, actually, it's already done because I was part of this whole process. That's so cool. So I've got all the parts. We're working on it, and the kids are just—they're just digging it. They're—they're mm-hmm. they're really working hard to make sure that we're, we're we're treating everything with just precision. And it's yeah. I it's hope a, that I'm like a, one of the first high school bands well, to you, put this. You together. have to be. It's, it's a great tune. It's it's a really great arrangement. It is. It's so um, nice. So it's, so it's 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 really special to not only to be able to want to be one of the first schools to be playing the the service song medley mm-hmm. with the Space Force song, but also. Uh, considering the fact that we have a guest of honor who's coming from the Space Force. Yeah. So, and I, I'll be honest, I don't know much about the Space Force. Nope. I know about the Steve Carell uh, TV series, which is pretty <laughs> funny, where they sort of like lampoon the whole like like Space Force thing. But um, but um, it's it's for real. It's for real. And yeah. um, you're going to, like, band directors who are listening, you're going to start having yeah. veterans showing up to your Veterans Day celebrations in coming years mm-hmm. of, of folks who were um, in the Space Force. That is um, their branch of the military, and they're going to want to hear their song. So um, kudos to you for being on the, the cutting edge of that. Yeah, I hope so. And the, it was great because the students, we do, a, we do a program for Memorial Day too, as you know, but mm-hmm. not everybody does. And the kids were like, are we, are we doing this one or are we doing Armed Forces Salute by mm-hmm. Bob Loden? And I said, yeah. no, we're, we're going to do the one that has all of them in there. These mm-hmm. are legitimate uh, uh, songs for the military, and, and we're going to do this right. Yeah. And, and they were on board with doing it right. Well, like, it we also awesome. learned from Jeremy that um, the military has prescribed An a order. specific order. Mm-hmm. So the medley... Um, the songs are supposed to be performed in a specific order and he's got them in the correct order. Um, and it's based on the branch of the military when it was founded. Correct. And technically, this was interesting. Yeah. The Coast Guard is now part of Homeland Security. Security. Mm-hmm. So the Coast Guard march is actually at the Last. end. Yep. Yep. And it was fun because in his email, he was uh-huh. like, if, you have, if anybody has a gives you a problem with that tell them to contact yeah. me you know and like to, you know the united states army so um so that's really cool we, i've been having a lot of fun putting that together mm-hmm. too so that's what's on my stand wow that's cool well um getting back to our main topic here our, yes. our, our guest on today's show um i had the privilege of of sitting down and chatting with john piper mm-hmm. our, our football coach and um, this is a great follow-up to our episode from last week where we talked to Keith Badger, our AD. And thank you, listeners, for the, the feedback. We got some really great comments. And, yeah, um, yeah we, we are very lucky to have an awesome AD. Um, he, he gets it. But um, uh, today's conversation is very similar. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like, Piper also gets it. He gets it. Gets he's, it. He's a football coach. And, and again, I, I guarantee if you sit down with your AD or your football coach, you'll you'll realize you have more in common than 
things in, that separate you. And you know, Piper and I actually taught a class together last year. Mm-hmm. We wrote the curriculum yes. for um, Hamilton, mm-hmm. uh, the class about Wildly Hamilton the musical. Uh, we ran two sections of it last year, two sections of it this year. Um, he's a good guy. He loves history. Uh, he he loves music. He is a great football coach. He's a great community member. Um, and we we chat a little bit about what it means to be a football coach and how to build community and make connections um, with with your players and with other teachers, with coaches and advisors, and um, just an all around good guy. And I'm excited to uh, share this interview with our listeners. This is awesome. Thanks for doing that, and thanks for Coach Piper for spending his time with us. Awesome. So here's the interview. Well, welcome back to Band in Minnesota, everyone. My name is Brad Mariska, and we have a very special guest here today. Um, I'm interviewing the co-head coach of the Farmington Tigers uh, varsity football team. His name is John Piper. He is an amazing coach, a great teacher, and a good friend of mine. And I'd just like to say, John, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Can you, first of all, tell us a little bit uh, about yourself, about what you currently do, where you come from, Mm -hmm. and um, how we got to know each other? So uh, this is my fifth year at Farmington. My wife and I wanted to move down to the South Metro here to be closer to her family because her family resides in in the Burnsville slash Lakeville area here. And yeah, it it was just kind of a natural fit. Uh, I'd reached out to who was the head, uh, the person that was the head coach at the time uh, regarding... uh, a move down south, and uh, it just seemed like a real natural fit. You know, uh, everything educational-wise in terms of, like, the job, the teaching job, uh, really fit with uh, the type of place that I wanted to be. And it's probably been, the, I mean, just the best move of my life. Um, everything since moving down here has just been awesome, not just the community or the or the area, but the, the people. I'm, I'm really excited to be here, so... Yeah, there there really are great people. We've got a an awesome community both within our school and the and the greater community. Speaking of community, you mentioned your wife is from the South Metro. Yep. Her family is here. Yep. Where where are you originally from? Uh, so my last eleven years prior to this uh, was up in Chisago Lakes, and that's my alma mater. That's where I graduated from. But I didn't really have any family left in in Chisago, so it was like. This is my wife Christine's family was from this area. That's what kind of prompted the move down here. Um, Less of a suburban area up in Chisago Lakes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more of a, a retirement slash uh, fishing community up there. And growing up in Chisago, I mean, yeah. you, you played in the band too, right? That's, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. A um, little smaller high school, uh, about half the size of what Farmington is now. Uh, started out being an alto sax player, and then uh, my junior year, I switched to the tuba because we we needed one of those in the in the band. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's kind of one of the main topics I want to touch on in our yeah. interview today. Is mm-hmm. that um, one 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 thing that we keep hearing about at the high school level mm-hmm. is that um, kids are being asked to or pressured to. Um, specialize or focus on a certain activity or a sport. Yeah. Do you have any personal philosophy on multi-activity participation and and where that comes from? Well, it, it, that is kind of a, a pet peeve. You know, I've got a, a a family member, in fact, that's in fifth grade and being asked to specialize in in basketball at at, at such a young age, and it just I kind of shake my head. You know, 
uh, at that type of mentality because in high school I think you have the opportunity to do so many different things and not just cross sport not just playing multiple sports but doing multiple things you know I, I don't think that we should ever try to roadblock somebody from being in the band or being in the choir or being in any uh, type of activity that they want to just because uh, you have this one opportunity in your life in high school to do all of those different things, right? Uh, so the idea of specializing to me doesn't really hold much water, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think most band directors feel mm. the same way and, yeah. and get frustrated when we hear parents mm. say, oh, my kid isn't going to join band in fifth grade because yeah. um, they're in sports. And yeah. the reality is you can do both, and yeah. I think they, they make you better. Like mm -hmm. It's coordination, yeah. And um, I, I love having football players and baseball players and mm -hmm. volleyball players in the band. It really makes a difference and it gives a, a different perspective. Well, I think it's I think it's important as well for for kids to see. I mean, not just like us get along as as professionals as, as coworkers, but for them to know that Mr. Piper was a, a saxophone player slash tuba player in high yeah. school. I think it's important for them to uh, for them to know that it's. I think it's good for them to be well-rounded, you know, in high school. So I, I hate the notion of, of not liking something because it's not something that you that you specialize in. Um, I really want to, as an educator, I want to, I want them to appreciate as many different uh, aspects about that, that the high school has to offer. Well, and speaking of like mm -hmm. combining interests and talents, mm -hmm. uh, one thing that probably a lot of our listeners don't know is mm -hmm. that. You and I collaborated um, in writing curriculum and mm -hmm. teaching a class last year called Hamilton, mm -hmm. which we team taught together about Hamilton the musical. And you're actually the person who came up with the idea for this class. Do you mm -hmm. want to share a little bit more about where this idea came from and, and how fun it was to teach yeah. that class together? Yeah. Uh, it at my previous high school, I, I really had a, a passion for, for team teaching. I, I team taught uh, AP U.S. History with AP English Language. It was it was a tremendous class because as we were, you know, studying the American Revolution, we were reading about Thomas Paine. And mm -hmm. I had another team taught class called War History Literature and Film, which kind of the same notion, you know, team taught with an, with an English teacher. And in those team teaching environments, uh, like I said, kind of a passion of mine, I really truly think you get... Uh, a synergy effect uh, that ignites their their passion for uh, not just the content but other avenues that they might not have appreciated before. Um, so I know that I you know touched base with you about about the idea. Uh, was that like 2018? 2019? Yeah, it was pre-pandemic. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was probably 2019, maybe. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And you know, you and I had kind of talked about the idea. How could it work? Um, but then we just wrote up the proposal, brought it to the school board, and, and it kind of hit it off. It, uh, there was a, a number of kids that signed up for it, at least two sections worth uh, mm -hmm. uh, last year. And then we've got two sections again of it, uh, of it this year. And I think, that's, I, I think it's a really healthy deal when, when kids can see that the, you know, the football coach and the band director are coming <laughs> together to, to teach a class together. You know, I, I, I think it kind of gets away from the notion that, you know, Meathead uh, – you know, athletes can't appreciate that type of thing and, and vice versa. Yeah, thousand percent. Mm -hmm. Well, and that actually leads to another one of my um, questions is mm -hmm. that, you know, a lot of band directors sometimes feel like mm -hmm. the the football coach is not approachable or they don't have a lot of, in common with, with the football coach or mm -hmm. any other coaches 
or their AD. Do you have any advice to to band directors? Like, what are you looking for, or how would you like to work more closely or give advice to band and choir directors who might be saying, I'd love to get to know the coaches better. I'd mm-hmm. like to be more involved in Friday Night Lights, but I don't know how to do that. I, you know, I don't know, because it, when it comes right down to it, you know, I mean, what what – we have as kind of a group is, you know, professional learning community. But I think that like when most educators hear PLC, they're, they're like, uh, you know, rolling their eyes and they don't really want to partake in something that they don't feel is like genuine. Right. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's what we have. You know, we have, uh, we're constantly like bouncing ideas off of each other to try to make that game day experience better for each other, for all the students that are involved in it. Um, that was, and that was really part of the, the unique um, identity that was Farmington. I mean, five years ago coming here was how in, involved the band was mm-hmm. uh, with that Friday night experience. Um, so I kind of like would credit like my predecessors for, yep. for uh, and, and you and Aaron for kind of setting that up. But um, I don't know, just all of the different projects and all of the different ideas that we, that we work on together, whether it's Victory Day or whether it's, um, you know, just coming out and watching uh, the band do their rehearsals and, uh, with the marching band uh, in August there. I, I can't really pinpoint it to one thing, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a, a willingness to, to work on those things together, if that makes any sense. Well, totally. And I think sometimes the perception is that coaches – just don't want that, but you, yeah. you, you just said it yourself. You want the Friday Night Lights experience to be the greatest possible thing for yeah. your team and, and the community as a whole. Right. And obviously the band can be a big part of that. Yeah. Um, and I think that you know if, if band directors kind of put themselves in that position of saying, hey, if I reach out to the football coach, mm-hmm. um, maybe we could have a really good conversation about how to make the, the evening experience better for everyone because yeah. that's what that's what everyone I think is, is looking for. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I, it would be start with something small would be my advice, you know, like, I mean, how can we work on something together? How can we make a little tradition, whether it's the, you know, the school song at the end of the game or, or a cheer or whatever it might be. And I think a willingness to, to be able to, um, I don't know, offer up the willingness to collaborate would just be the first step, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I also like to remind band directors that there's a lot of pressure on, on football coaches mm-hmm. and your life is crazy busy and you're in a high visibility role. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't don't wait for the football coach to come to you with an idea. If you have an idea, don't be afraid to go to the, the coach. And they, they might have a different way of applying it or it, they might respond with, a, with an alternate proposal. But um, anything that you can do to... Um, heighten that experience is great, not only for the Friday Night Lights experience, but what you were talking about earlier about modeling for students that, hey, like, I'm a football coach, but I also played in the band. I'm a football coach, but I love Hamilton the musical. And we are more than just, like, the title Mm -hmm. that is behind our name. Like, people have wild and varying interests, and the more we learn about those different interests, uh, the richer... Uh, our community is. Mm-hmm. Well, I think a while ago I had an athletic director tell us that, you know, that so much of this job is all about relationships, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that just by modeling those with your with your coworkers and, and working on this type of stuff together, I think is, obviously I think it's going to make a better product, but I also think it's it's just great to model to the kids. Yeah. Um, 
which I guess you don't really appreciate until you've been in a relationship at, or like in a, a situation like at one of your former schools or one of my former schools where it's just like there isn't that relationship there, there between yep. the band director and the football coach and they kind of be at odds with each other, right? And I was really fortunate in my first teaching job up in Pine City, yeah. a much smaller school, and it yeah. just happened that um, I got to know the football coach really well and we mm-hmm. became friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but but no one ever taught me that, like, hey, you should go meet with the football coach and sit down and, and yeah. talk and plan. And, you know, here in Farmington, that happens a lot. I know Aaron is talking to our, our AD, mm-hmm. Keith Badger, on a regular basis. In fact, that's going to be the other part of this episode is her interviewing him. And yeah. you and I talk all the time. And we go out for beers every once in a while yeah. and it's just like that is um, really cool and I want to say I appreciate you and yeah. I, I think the work that you're doing with, with the guys on the football team is, is amazing and how you're getting them involved in the community is also great. Um, not just Friday night lights, not just going out there on the mm-hmm. gridiron and trying to win games but mm-hmm. um, showing those those guys what it means to be a young man and a part of a, a greater community like doing service projects and mm-hmm. serving others. Oh, I really appreciate you saying that because that means a lot to Coach Sutton and myself. The, the, cut, the culture aspect of it is, is really the part that we wanted to hammer home uh, in our first two years here. Um, so I really appreciate you saying that. Cool. Well, John Piper, we, we thank you again for um, joining us here on, on the podcast. Uh, good luck to you, Coach Sutton, and uh, the Farmington Tigers on the rest of the season. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're appreciate welcome. It. Well, what a fun interview. He's just so great. I yeah. We're just so lucky to have him here. And, you know, he works with the other co-head coach, Rick Sutton. And yep. what, oh, Love Rick. what a gem. Yep. Just so smart and inspirational, too. And those two together, they're really building something awesome. And, you know, that came from previously, like Adam Fisher is our head football coach. We had great relationships with him. And yep. then prior to that, Mark Frailing. Mm-hmm. So I, I've known a lot of head football coaches here. Well, not a lot, obviously, but like really, yep. really good humans. And then their whole staff too has been mm-hmm. awesome. That, yeah. that communication thing is so huge. Yeah. And I, I just, I can't, I can't stress enough how much it is. Like I was just talking to Piper the other day about, I wanted to switch a rehearsal around and, um, because I wanted the the stadium and I was like, Hey, do you mind if I do this? You know, but I won't go out until you're done with your practice. When are you done? He's like, I'll I'll end whenever you want us to like, this is, this is good. Well, and sometimes just going and having that face to face conversation. It's so I've definitely like (laughs) sent emails in the past and then things got lost in translation or you made assumptions. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, you go and have that face to face conversation. It's always going to go better. A thousand percent. You know how we do the, the band Jubilee. Yeah. Um, uh, it always is on like the first day of spring sports starting. Yeah, yeah. And so track and field is in the gyms and I need the gyms to set up and I've got like what, 500 some chairs. How many chairs do we set up that day? Yeah. yeah something like that. A lot. Mm-hmm. Well, head track coach Tom Hart mm-hmm. is always like, I, I got to have this space. And then he was just like, here's a great idea. You let me do my practice in here until such and such time. We'll help you set up all the chairs. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this for years, folks. It's because we have conversations yep. and we understand like, hey, I understand. First day of practice is really important. So is my concert. But I, I can work with this as long as we're because we're like minded people. We we all have things that we value. And when we listen to each other, talk. Boom. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Thousand and who percent. doesn't like to get their back scratched? Right. <laughs> Feels good. Mm hmm. <laughs> feel, feel a bit of an itch right now. 
<laughs> Anywho, um, yeah. So this was uh, part two of our like how to make besties with dot 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 series. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're probably gonna have a couple more coming up. I think so. Um, It'd be kind of fun to follow up, so, especially. We'll we'll figure um, stuff out. We'll keep stay tuned because uh, we're we're enjoying this and we're enjoying having all of you as listeners. Uh, once again, please leave us a rating and review uh, in. Apple Podcasts or Facebook or wherever it is that you you connect with us. Tell a friend, tell a colleague, and uh, thank you so much for for listening. And until next time, this has been another episode of Band Band in in Minnesota. Minnesota.